Um, let's shift gears and get into why you and I are talking today. You know, people are listening to this. It's the very first episode of Unmistakable Creator for the New Year. And the thing that is often on so many people's minds is, you know, how am I going to accomplish goals this year? And also, how am I going to make this year different than last year? But I want to start by asking, why is it that we see a certain type of behavior at this time of year and that behavior doesn't sustain? For example, the, the gyms are apparently super crowded the first few days after the year, and then it just goes back to normal within a few weeks. Um, you know, why, why is it that people's attempts, why, why do humans behave in such a way um, when they attempt to make change that's unsustainable? Okay, so I, so that's, a, I think, a very large question. I actually do a three-day workshop on just that question. Yeah. So it's a, it's, a, it's a detailed question, but I'll tell you, the first thing that comes to mind is that the brain is wired for change, but it resists change. Because the moment you say, hey, I want to go to the gym, uh, your brain's sort of like pretty on board with it because it's an idea. Then when you actually make that effort to go, you know, if you're on the East Coast, it's cold in the morning, you've got to go outside. Uh, if you're on the West Coast, you probably have some other things. Like, you know, I might, I'd rather just take in, take in the sunshine. I'd rather just sort of be outside. The moment your brain knows that you are committed to an action, it actually starts creating brain chaos, which we call cognitive dissonance. And when there is cognitive dissonance, the brain goes back to what it was doing previously so that it doesn't have to deal with that chaos. So what we know is that even though the brain is wired to change, it is often not predisposed to engage in that change when that change is an actual action because of the brain chaos that results. Mm -hmm. So how do we deal with that change then? Or how do we deal with the, the cognitive dissonance? What's the key to, to managing that? So there are a lot of different ways. I think the one way that I think um, I often tell people about is something called spreading of alternatives. So we assume that if, you tell our, if we tell our brains, hey, we're going to the gym, we assume our brains are going to hold on to that information for a long period of time. But the reality is that the brain does not hold on to that information. You've got to feed it pros and cons constantly for that information to remain online. Because when you say, I want to go to the gym, that becomes a short-term memory, but your short-term memory cup becomes full very quickly because in the course of a day, there are a lot of different things that happen. So that particular message gets displaced from the cup. So there's a procedure called spreading of alternatives, which is shown to increase commitment to change by activating the left frontal cortex of the brain. So let me explain what the technical term means. When you think about uh, spreading of alternatives, you think about two alternatives. Alternative A is now. Let me go to the gym occasionally. Alternative B is later, which is let me go to the gym uh, two times a week or three times a week. Now, the brain needs to know as a summary that alternative B is way superior to alternative A. And just by recognizing it on a one-time basis does not convince the brain of that. So what people should do, and I would recommend that they take out a piece of paper and a pen, is write down what your alternative A is right now, right? Is your alternative A um, that you are working out X times a week? Alternative B is how many times you actually want to be working out. Now, write down the advantages of A, which would be things like allows me to be lazy, gives me more time. And then write down the advantages of B, which would be things like it will protect my heart. It will allow me to be more flexible because my body will be in a better condition. My mind will be in a better condition. Uh, I will be able to develop strength. 
I will be able to develop flexibility. I will be able to meet people at the gym. I will feel better about my life overall. The more you start to create a spread so that it is much more obvious that B is better than A, the more the left frontal cortex activates and the more you are likely to change. So the spreading of alternatives is basically writing down two alternatives and outlining them so much that your brain understands why the choice you're making is better. When it does this, it pays what we call the switch cost. And the switch cost is the psychological price that you pay for change. So when there's a change in your life, and in a lot of times it's not just the gym, it may be a new romantic partner, it may be a new job, it may be that you want to find a new way of living your life, it may even be that you want to find deeper meaning in your life. Well, to face any of that, you pay a psychological price because the new vista creates fear, it creates lack of familiarity, it makes you anxious about the fact that you're moving into unknown territory. So the brain will not, imagine that you are your brain, right? And imagine that you're sitting on your brain throne and you say to your brain, hey, I wanna go to the gym more often or I want a better relationship or I wanna change my job. And, And let's say you have a mortgage or let's say you have a stable life right now, your brain's gonna say, no thanks, I don't think so, I don't wanna pay that switch cost. So when you do spreading of alternatives, what that does is it gives your brain a justification to pay that cost. And it is exactly that justification that the column B gives you that allows your brain to do that. The second thing I would say about that is do that often, practice it in conversations at the dinner table, talk to your colleagues about it, and be authentically connected with it. You know, everybody in the world knows it's better to work out than not work out. Everyone in the world knows if you don't like your relationship, leave it. Everyone in the world knows if you don't like your job, find another one. These are not things that are shocking to us. It's not like we don't know that we have to do that. But what is different is that there are resistances that are built into the brain that we've got to overcome. And by targeting our brains, we can get to our goals. So just to summarize that whole construct, Change creates cognitive dissonance or brain chaos. Second point, when there is this chaos, you want to change, but you've got to pay the psychological price for change. That's called switch cost. And the third thing is, in order to pay the switch cost, perform the spreading of alternatives, and this will allow your brain to register the importance of the change. And the fourth thing is, Talk to people about this. Uh, talk, talk, uh, talk to them about it all the time, so that you can actually uh, take yourself to your goal. Now, the fifth thing is that if this doesn't work, there are a lot of other things to think about about change, and that's something we can go into unless you have a, a specific question.